as we begin Hilchstrevis, today's topic is Sirchus Horea, the Sirchus that are found in the lungs. Um, and uh, first we have to do a little bit of structure and terminology, just understand how different things work. Um, the lung of a kosher mammal has seven major lobes, um, and uh, we're going to use the following uh, card, a lung marking card. Um, this is how Boitkin, we'll learn about the Boitkin next time, but in this time, we'll just, this is the card that the Boitkin use in, in the slaughterhouse to mark off which animals are, um, you know, where things were found on the animal, on the lungs. Um, the card is reversed, which is say the right and the left are backwards, um, because um, this way you could show one of the things that only shows up on one side of the animal. We'll get to that. Um, so, we'll use this card just as a little, for a little direction. Um, an animal has, uh, so as I said, it has seven lobes to it. Um, two larger ones that are on the bottom, that are in our picture, that are on the bottom, they're called umois. Um, and are the numbered one and seven, if you just see the little markings put on them, the umois. Um, so the, and we'll start, and then there are five of the, five of the larger unois. Unois are the smaller lobes. Um, and three of those unois are on the right side and two are on the left side. So on the two on the, on the left side has two, and it also has the heart also. Okay, but anyhow, the three on the right side, um, starting from near the Uma, so the one that we marked as number two, um, the one on the bottom is called the Aruchu Katsara. Okay, this, the names are sort of descriptive. It's long and skinny. Then there's the, a small one right above it, which we have marked as number three, called Una and Zoris, the middle one. And then number four is one that stretches up really high. Uh, it's called the Mispatelis. Uh, so those are the three Unas that are on the, that are on the right side. Now on the left side, um, we have the... There are, Two unas. The upper one is called the una aliena. Uh, not very original. The, the upper una, and the lower one um, is called um, the meshucha chetz. It stretched out like an arrow. Just goes again because of its shape. Uh, and then, of course, below it is the left uma, the, the, the large one at the bottom. Now, in the middle, right in the center of the of the lungs, is a very small lobe, which is called Inunisa de Varda, or just the Varda. It's called that because it looks like a rose, like the word Varda in Hebrew. It looks like a rose. Uh, and it has a, 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 a membrane around it, which is called a kiss Varda, like a case around it. Um, and the, the, so the, the, the reason, as I said, the reason why the cards are, the, the card is shown backwards over here is because this way you could show the Varda. Um, if you have the card uh, the right way with the right on the, and the left and each on the right sides, you wouldn't see the Varda. So they need to, you know, to show the Varda, they should have the card is, is created backwards. Um, and, um, okay, so those are the seven, those are the two main lobes, the five smaller lobes, and then the really little one in the middle, um, which is called the Varda. Okay, um, coming, out of, coming out of the very top of the picture, you see the, the, the bottom of the Kana, the trachea, or also known as the Gargaris. Uh, and from the, when, when the cunna comes into the lungs, it branches out into different smaller and smaller bronchial tubes, and those are called eruca. Okay, now within, within um, the, there's some other little parts I'll just mention. Um, in the lobes themselves, um, the place where a lobe comes in contact with the next one is called the chitoch, the place where they're cut, as if where they're cut. Um, the, then the, the back, the part of the lobe that faces the lung, that faces the spine. It's called the gav, which is the back, and the bottom is called the kam, which is the front, and faces towards the belly, towards the, towards the floor. Um, and then there's other parts called the hood and the shipuli. Um, not so relevant for us right now. Okay, so um, I, I mentioned the way that there's a right and a left. We talked about a right and a left. Um, just, just for orienting ourselves is right and left. Whenever um, anyone speaks about these kind of things, right and left, 
right means the right side of the animal as it would be walking, um, its own right side, and that right side is also the side that the person sees when he sees an animal in the slaughterhouse after Shrita, because the animal hangs by its hind legs with its belly facing the person, the person who's doing the work on it. So the right side, of the, the person, the, the human's right side, is also the same side that would be the animal's right side. So that's called right. And all these kinds of things, right and left, would be first to that. Okay, now move on <coughs> to the surface of the, of the lungs. So the Mishnah says there are 18 uh, types of churches. Um, the mission has 18. Then one of them is Horeish and Nikla, a, a lung that has a hole inside of it, um, that has a puncture inside of it. Um, and that makes the animal into a trefer. Like in many of the other trefers, are also ones that have holes in a certain organ, makes the animal into a trefer. Okay, and the Gemara is like this. That, that's the mission. The mission didn't say anything about what we call circus. The mission just talks about having a hole. The Gemara is like this. this. This is the one, two lines in the Gemara about having a circus. The Gemara says the following. If you have two unais that are that are uh, stuck to each other, um, that are attached to each other, so again, remember the unais are the ones, the smaller ones on the top. These unais that are attached to each other, less <coughs> little There's no way to check them and make the animal kosher. I mean, the animal is no matter what the animal is not kosher. Um, we will talk about in a future time. In fact, there are things that we actually do about them. But the Gemara says. If there's shrikhim hadadi, less lukubidika, there's nothing to do, the animal is not kosher. For Loyamar, but this that we said that the, that it's, the animal is considered a trefa, el shalakasidron, if they're shalakasidron, avakasidron, hainrubisai, but if they're kasidron, then that's the norm where it grows, and then that's okay. Okay, what, what does it mean? Um, what does it mean? <coughs> okay, before I tell you what the word kasidron means, is, I'm, I should have mentioned this, the Gemara uses the word shrikhim hadadi, that they're attached to each other. Um, and, and the simple, from this reading of the Gemara, the simple reading is that the, what we call a sircha, a sircha means like the mucus that holds together pieces in the lung, that like sort of strings in between one piece of the lung and the next. Uh, we call those a sircha. The simple reading would be, is that that's just a play on these words, the like, yes, or ruach, I'll see that mishkan, they're connected or they're attached. So we use the word sircha as, as we turn that word into a noun, and to say is it's, so it's a sircha, it's, it's like a, a thing, a, a stringy, mucusy type thing that attaches to each other. Okay, we'll see. That may not be so clear. It may actually be, the Gemara may actually use that word, but from this Gemara, the Gemara doesn't use that word, and the Gemara just they says they are attached to each other. Okay, what does it mean that the, that there's kisidron, or kisidron? So, Rashi says it, what it means is, kisidron means is that the, if, if the, if the, attachment is between two lobes that are next to each other, two lobes that are next to each other. For example, in our picture we had beforehand, if the Mitzvah which was number four, is connected to the Unem Tzoros, to the middle one. Okay, so they're, they're next to each other. Those are two um, uh, lobes that are supposed to be next to each other, then there's no problem. That's okay. Shalik decision means is something is attached to one that's not supposed to be. Like, for example, if our Mitzvah is connected to the Ruch Tzoros. Okay, so those two are not next to each other. They're not naturally next to each other. If they're Shruch um, then they are, then that's where the problem is. Okay, now, um, there, there are many details of what's considered Kisidron and Shalak is not Kisidron. The truth is that Ashkenazim are Machmer on just about everything, um, except if it's in a very specific part, which is a lower half of the Chituch, that's what the Ramah says, but Machmer about it. Those details are not so relevant to us. For now, we're just going to go with the simple reading of the Gemara, which is sort of what the Shochanarov says, which is that if they're if they're Kisidron, then it's Mutter, and Shalak Kisidron is also. So we need to understand, we have to talk about two different questions. What's wrong 
if the unas are suchim hadadi. What's wrong if there's a sircha? Why do we care that there's a sircha there? Why does that cause any issue? Um, why should the animal be a shefa? And second is, if for some reason it does cause an issue, why does it? Why is it only an issue if it's shalik kesidron? Why if it's kesidron is that okay? What's the difference between those two things? So, on the first question, what's wrong if it's if it is um, if you have a sircha? There are three main shatim in the Rishonim. Okay, that I'm going to say them in the way out of order, just to help make it easier to, to, to get to our point. We're going to say that usually people say Rashi first, and then we're going to say Tosis first. Tosis says this, that a sircha. Um, is inherently there would be nothing wrong with having a sircha. Having, and in other parts of the body, it's okay if there's a sircha there. However, if there's a sircha on the lungs, that foretells to us that there's going to be a hole here eventually. Eventually, there will be a hole um, It's going to form in this part in this part of the lungs. And therefore, we have a rule, if it's going to get a hole in it, it's as if the hole is here already. And therefore, um, there's no hole yet, but there's going to be a hole tomorrow, or in the future, and therefore it's considered, it's, it's an example of a reish nikva. It's a ray that has a hole in it, because it doesn't have it yet, but it's going to have that hole. That's what Tyson says. Rashi says, Rashi says, no, if there's a sircha, it's a sign that there really is a hole underneath it. Sirchas develop from holes. If sirchas develop from holes, that, that this, this mucus that you're seeing, this something that's coming out of it, that's holding them together, it's leaked out of the, out of the lung, from a hole, so if there's a hole there, then the animals, then the Gemara is just giving an example of what the Mishnah said. The Mishnah said, a reish nickel, a reish that has a hole in it is a trefa, and the sircha is a sign that is actually a hole underneath there. So on Rashi, we have a more uh, significant question, which is, why is it, why is it that if there's a, if it's kisidron, then it's not a problem? And Tosis it's a little easier to understand. Tosis says is certain kind of holes develop, certain kinds of surface develop into holes, certain ones don't develop into holes. So we can somehow the Gemara is telling us that if it's considering it develops, it doesn't develop into holes, and Shalit considering it does become, it will eventually become a hole. But why point to Rashi? Rashi says holes, surface come, surface come because something's coming out of a lung. There is a hole there and it came out of here. What is the, what is the, Difference whether it's cassidron or shalikasidron. If if this came out of the lung, the, what the glue that's holding them together, the mucus that's holding them together, came from a hole out of the lung. Well, then it came from wherever it came from. What's the difference whether attaching cassidron or shalikasidron? Why should that make a difference? Okay. So in that, there are four answers in the Rishonim to answer that question. Okay. Uh, what I'm saying now is the, the organization is based on the, the way Pimkadim introduces the whole Simon Lama test. So there there are four answers. Tosa says. Tosis, and the Rosh says similar answers. Tosis says is that if um, sirchas that are kesidron are going to stay together, so there's not really a hole because the sirchas are going to stay in place because it's, these pieces are supposed to be next to each other. That's what Tosis says. Rosh is a little bit different. Uh, that when they're next to each other, then a scab will grow over, or, or a strong permanent scab will grow over, and therefore, it's, again, it's, these, these, this is not considered a hole. So there is, so to speak, a hole there. There is physically, there is a hole there, but that hole in Din is not considered a reish nikva, either because Tyson says oh, it's going to stay in place, and that closes it up, or according to the rush, it's going to grow some kind of a scab that's going to also be a permanent close. Okay. The Rajna says, that really what happens is, the reason why, if it's considered, according to Rashi, it's not a problem, is because the una that's next to it is going to keep, keep it closed. And since that una is meant to stay here, it's going to hold it together. It's going to stay in its place. And the, the fact that there's the circle, the fact that they're attached to each other, actually is to its 
advantage because it will hold them together and keep them from separating. So again, we don't have a hole. And according to Iran, a little bit like the Raj, but he says, if the Sircha together with the Una together, uh, with the Una that's next to it, that's going to close up the hole. Okay, so we had a point to Rashi, we had four ways to understand. But again, the, the main part of Rashi was that there already is a hole, and according to Tosis, according to Tosis, um, there was no hole, but there's going to be a hole. One layer sheet is the Ravid, who says that in a normal case, what the Gemara called Ribasayu, um, Shirchas develop between Unas, between Unas, um, and are, that are close to each other, that, that, that are supposed to be next to each other, those develop without a hole. In Shalika Sidram, those develop with a hole. So Rashi had said every Sircha is a sign of a hole. So Rashi says, well, that means, he's saying, no, I'm a little bit different. Not that every Sircha is a sign of a hole. Only certain Sirchas are a sign of a hole. And the Gemara tells us which ones. The ones that are the way they're supposed to form, that are Sircha Mahadadi, that, that are Kisidram, that ones, that, those are not signs of a hole. And the, ones that are, the other ones are a sign of a hole. Now, just for interesting is that the, 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 the okay, this Achlitis, primarily between Rashi and Tosis, is there a hole or is there not, or is it just going to be a hole? The right is a variation of Rashi, but Rashi and Tosis, is there already a hole or is, or is it going to be a hole? What is the sirch, what's the problem? Is the basis of many, many discussions, we're going to say one of them a little bit later today, um, many, many discussions in Tosis, all kinds of nafkaminas between them. Um, I'll mention now two of them, the premier government says is, what nafkamina is, <coughs> what happens if I know that there is a hole? Right, there's a sirch there, and it's, and it's um, Kisidron, and I know there's a hole. So according to Rashi, no problem. We're not surprised that there's a hole. Every circle is a sign of a hole. Um, but if it's Kisidron, then it's mother. It's okay. It's not a problem. If it's Kisidron, we're okay with the fact that there's a hole. Well, according to Tosis, uh, and according to the Ravid, if we knew there was actually a hole under there, then even if it was Kisidron, <coughs> it would be a trefer, because it would be, that would be a Reish and Nikva. According to Rashi, it's not Reish and Nikva. It's, it, it's Kisidron. That's okay. Another afternoon would be about a Sichatulia, that's a sircha, um, that's attached only on one side. That is to say, this, this, this mute is coming off of one side, one of the unois, or the unois, <coughs> in some place, but it's not attached to anything on the other side. It's not sruchim there's nothing else that it's attached to. Um, so according to Tosis, the animal is kosher, because the, there's, the, I should have mentioned, according to Tosis, the reason why we think that the, that the I should actually have corrected what I said before you, the reason why we think that the the, the circle that's there will will turn into a hole is because since it's shalok kesidron, so I should have said this before, since it's shalok kesidron, therefore the the pulling of one on the other will rip off the, the circle and create a hole. So we need we need the two lobes to be attached to each other in order to create that eventually, or to be worried that there's going to be a hole developing in the future. But if it's a sircha tuluya, so that's, that was the reason why in general we think it's going to turn into it. Well, if it's close, then it's not going to do that. There's nothing to pull. They're, very ne- they're next to each other where they're supposed to be. So if it's a sircha tuluya, if the sircha is attached on one end to the lobe and on the other end it's just dangling, it's not attached to anything, it's not going to pull. Well, but according to Rashi and the Ravid, um, the Primgum says he, they, they would hold, excuse me, um, the animal would be a chair. Okay. Um, the animal would still be a chef. Okay, so, so we have these three sheets of Primarily, uh, we, most people just refer to them as two sheets of Shemim. Rashi says, Rashi is like a variation of Rashi. Um, and lots of not means that these come up. Okay, so now, now, now we understand at least why uh, Sircha in a, in a lung would be a chef. It's, it's some type of rayashinik, either there's, it's a sign there's already a hole, Rashi, or the sign there's going to be a hole, and that's, that's enough to cause a problem, according to Tyson. So, 
Let's go back to the Mishnah for a second. The Mishnah, said mentioned, listed 18 types of chafers. And the Gemara um, gives a, says there actually, we could reorganize that into eight types of chafers. And the Gemara says, Shmai Dimini chafers, Nemelol Moshe, we say, now there are eight types of chafers that were said to Moshe. Okay? The Kuva, Psuka, Natula, Chasura, Terua, Terusa, and the Fulu, Shura. Okay? There are eight types of chafers. Okay, and if, of course, these are obviously groups or classes of traitors that there are, right, they're not every single traitor. The Mishnah itself had 18 traitors. So, these are groups, these are actually, doesn't even say, like, in the first one, the Kuf, it has a hole, what does it have a hole in? So, it means different holes in certain places are, um, not every place, not any holes make the animal traitor, but certain places, but just so it's a classification, these are the groups of, of traitors. And before we move on from this, just, I'll mention, these are brought in, this line of the Gemara is brought in, Ramam and Shulchan Aruch, um, and it's a question, why would the Shukhanar bring this? Why would the Ramah bring this list of, that there are eight groups? Why do we care? Why is that relevant to, in the Sefer of Halacha? Um, the Sefer of Halacha have most of all the many different types of chafers that there are. We understand that. We're the whole maker chafer. Not, why do you want to come with this, cat, this grouping of them? So, I so saw an answer from Rabbi Kuber, uh, Mark Kuber, his Sefer on Kulin, on chafers. And he says like this, he wants to say is, um, the Kamara, the Mishnah actually says, that the Zakhav is the rule. Anything that's wrong with the animal that will make it not live for 12 months, that's enough to make the animal, that makes the animal into a chafer. Um, so if you read that rule, you would think anything, literally anything that makes the animal not live for 12 months makes it a chafer. But in fact, it, the Shukhanach and the Ramah both have the same thing. There are all kinds of problems that animals can have that don't make them a chafer. Okay? They, they, they don't make them a chafer at all. They, they, I'm sorry, they can't live for 12 months, but they're not considered a chafer. So maybe, maybe, that's, that's the, maybe that's the reason why he, he wants to say, that maybe that's the reason why we have to say this rule, which is to say is, uh, like an animal ate poison, um, that, and who's going to die? That animal's not a chafer. So, so the, 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 we have to say this is a rule, but it has to fit into one of these categories. An animal that ate poison is not an akuba, pasuka, none of these cases. There's none of these groups. So we have two parts. We have a rule. It has to not live for 12 months, and has to fit into one of these eight categories in order to be considered a chafer. Okay, so let's go. So we have these eight groupings, we have these eight groupings of animals, of types of chafers that there are. Um, and there are, of course, many more. I told you the Mishnah says 18 of them. The Ramam says, after the, at the end, of, towards the end of the Bichos chafers, he says, I told you all these types of chafers are, and I'm going to tell you, you should know, there are, you should know is, that if you count them all up, you will see that there are 70 altogether. Okay? The Prim Godin organizes those seven. The Ramam then gives you a list of all 70 of them. The Prim Godin reorganizes them into groups, and the Prime actually tells you that there may be more than 70. He has a few more, a few maybe a little, some people hold this a few less, but the Ram has his list of 70. His uh, list of 70. Okay, and you see here that uh, the way the Prime Government organizes them. And each one of the, each one of these groups, Nakuba has dozens that belong to and Psuka has a few in the two, and Chasura and Karu, each one of them has, excuse me, has many that fit into until if you count them all up, you'll see that there are 70 cases that the Ramam lists. Uh, again, this is the listing, not the way the Ram says it, the way the Prime Government reworks that. Okay, so we have 70 types of chafers, okay? Now, the, the, we know, that, that there's only one type of chafers that everybody checks, no matter what, no matter where, in every place, in every country, uh, at every time, and that is we check the lungs. Everybody knows that that's, that's the, the chafers that is checked for. Now, there are other chafers that are checked on occasion, like, for example, we mentioned, uh, Ben Uruguay, Nowadays in Uruguay, you need to check the carrots of the animal because they have a, spe- a specific issue why they have to check them. Okay, that's fine. 
But by and large, the only thing that across the board everybody checks is lungs. We're talking about animals. In birds, that's not true. But in animals, the only thing that across the board everybody checks is lungs. And the question is, why? If there are 70 types of chafers, there are 70 things that could go wrong with the animal to make it into a chafer, why is there only one that everybody checks for? Again, there are in different times and places we check for other ones, but there's one that across the board, no matter what, no matter where, everybody checks for this one chafer, and that's a chafer one. So what's the reason why that's the one that everyone checks for? So the, the answer, the answer is well known from Arashma, and the Rajma says this, um, he says, as an introduction to it, he says, is the reason why we don't check for most chafers is because is we have a rule that Roy Behemoth are the uh, chazaka of not, having, not being a chafer, and therefore we follow the roiv and assume that the animal is not a chafer. In fact, that roiv is so, is so real, it even applies to lungs. That's the truth. It really, mid the rice, it applies to lungs also. And for that reason, uh, we drink milk and we eat cheese, meaning we, we, we eat eggs from birds. We, we drink the milk from a cow. If the animal would be a chafer, we couldn't drink its milk. We couldn't eat its cheese. So how do we drink milk without knowing whether the animal is a trafer or not? The answer is because we follow the roid. The roid, at, roid animals are not trafers, and therefore we're allowed to assume the animal is a, not a trafer. Um, in fact, we once spoke about it on a different occasion. Is well, if that's true. Is that true nowadays? Is it, it doesn't seem like that. If you go into a slaughterhouse, it doesn't seem like most of the animals are, are non-trafers. Okay, but that's not for today's discussion. The largest. So we, we see that we rely on that. We rely on that even for the lungs. So again, so that, that even strengthens our question now. We understand why we don't check all the other chapters, but why do we check lungs? What's going on over here? So the Rajput says two, two main answers. The first one is, it's mozo, it's common, um, reasonably common, for animals to have circles uh, in their lungs, and therefore, midrabanan, you're not mukhuit to check, but midrabanan, you have to check for that something that's mozo, something that's common. So, and then, for example, other things become mozo at different times, like the that the carrots in Uruguay, then we have to check for that also. Okay. And we, when we learned Tilchus Talon, we spoke about, what does that mean? What is Matsui? How do you define Matsui and this and that? But we, for now, we accept Raj, what it says is, Raj, what it says is, that it's Matsui to have Sirchus in the lungs, and therefore we have to check for that. The second answer is, that even if it wouldn't be Matsui, when something is easy and relatively easy, while you're, you know, butchering the animal, the lungs are right there in front of you, so it's easy to check them. So if a person would not look and see if there's a circle there, it's as if he doesn't care. He says, near Kamal, I am in the Isra. It's as if he doesn't care. But he sure, there's an Isra right in front of you. You can tell whether what you're eating is kosher or trade. So you shouldn't, if you just rely on the roiv, that, that gives a, shows a certain callousness to the Isra, and therefore uh, a person needs to check them. Um, so, for example, if there are other things that are easy to check, well, we'll see, place can speak up. There are other things, like, like now that we check certain parts of the stomach, so, so it's right there in front of you. How could you let it go by and not check it? So, we check those things also. Okay, so those are Rajput's two answers. So, I'll, I'll, mention, I'll mention that um, Prima Gadam, what I said to you, where I said to you the two answers, is the way the Rajput says it in the Tarsa Bias. But Prima Gadam says, but if you look in the Chidushim on Chul and on the test, um, there, the Rajwa starts to say these two answers, and he says first the answer of, of it being Matsui, of it being Matsui, um, and since it's Matsui, that's why you have to check for circles and lungs, and the Rajwa says, no, that can't possibly be true. It's not, can't be Matsui to have circles and a lung. He says, you know why? Because if it's, if it's Matsui to have circles and a lung, then why don't we just look for circles? Why don't we look for holes also? Meaning, we look for circles, that we do, they feel around, and we're going to talk about it next time, exactly what they have to do to look for circles and lungs. To, how, how do you find a circle and a lung? How do you look for it? But he says, why don't you look for holes also? Okay, now, and again, nowadays we actually make do, 
the idea is we just look for lungs, but the Rajma didn't do that. So he says, so why don't we look for that? So it must be it's not Motsi. If the reason why we're looking is because it's Motsi, then, must <coughs> then why aren't we looking for holes also? So the Rajma says, that's not the right answer. It's not, it's not Motsi. He says, the reason we have to do it, he has a whole new answer that many people have never heard of before. And he says, a whole new answer. The reason why you check Sirchus is because what will happen if you take these lungs and you, um, you, you know, the animal the animal's kosher and you sell it and you, you break it up and you sell it to, you know, 50 people in town. And one person buys the lungs to eat, and he eats the lungs, and he finds the sircha. He sees it while he's cooking, he sees the sircha. So now all of a sudden he's going to realize that the animal's trafe. It's a kind of a, of a trafe that a person might notice at home. Oh my gosh, he's going to notice it's home. Now it's going to call the whole to-do in town of who has from that animal, and some people will accept it, or they won't accept the ruling, and if anyhow, and all kinds of to-do. So therefore, Chazal said, let's get rid of this problem of sirchas, which people might notice when they're eating at home, and let's get rid of it. We, don't, we want to avoid problems down the road. Let's make sure that they didn't have that problem. So the premium says, how come in Chidushin, the Rajma um, doesn't like the answer of Motsu, and he has this question, and in, in Tarsabayas, and what most people do know is he says, yes, it's Motsu, and that's why we have to check it. So the Prima wants to say is, in Chidushin, he was going in the sheet of Rashi. In the sheet of Rashi, a sirchah is a sign that there's a hole. There is a hole there. So that means is, if it's motzui to have sirchas, that means is, it's also motzui to have holes. Right? Because sirchas are, are the byproduct of a hole. The sirchas come after the holes. So if there are sirchas, that means that there are holes. Now, sometimes the sirchah covers it, and sometimes there's no covering. He says, so if so, if it's motzui, you should have to check for holes. So according to Ra- that's a question in the, within the sheet of Rashi. He says, but in terms of ayahs, he was passing mitosis. In mitosis, a sircha is not a sign of a hole. A sircha is a sign that there will be, in the future there's going to be a hole. So for now, there, there's no hole. So maybe sirchas are motzi, but holes are not motzi. So if we check for sirchas, we don't check for holes. Okay. Um, anyhow, so that, that I mentioned before, I'll tell you, that's an example of how Toysky talked about this, Mahatma Rashi and Toysky, it comes up in many different forms of where Rashi and Toysky fit in, um, where Rashi and Toysky um, potentially fit in to this, to the all kinds of discussions about Hilchus Trafis and checking lungs. Okay, so just before we end, I just want to mention like this. Um, I, I, as I keep saying, Sirchus and lungs is the, the most common trafis that we find, the most common trafis that people have to look for. It's standard for every beak of every animal. Um, we're going to speak about that this time, for the next two times actually, about Sirchus and lungs, because okay, that's the main thing that goes on when, we, uh, when a person needs to check uh, an animal to see if it's a trafis. Afterwards, we're going to talk about specifically the trafers that are found in birds and chickens and birds nowadays. Um, and those have two very specific ones. Of, of the 70 that are listed, Nikuva uh, Sadakin, holes in, in the intestines, and Nitatsun Sagidin. The Sagidin is something in the legs that has to be checked for. Okay? But the truth is, the truth is, of the 70 trafers that are listed in Ramam, the truth is, about a quarter of them we've already mentioned at some time in the past, or we'll be talking about coming in the future. Um, so the truth is that of those 70, it's not like the only one that ever gets looked at is the, is the lungs, the, you know, sirchas and lungs. But the truth is um, there are many other things that get looked at uh, that we've talked about or that on occasion or here and there come up um, as a shayla um, that need to be considered.